0: Coming to you from the southwestern corner of Manitoba, sharing fresh perspectives from real educators. Tune in to the first ever Fort LaVasse podcast as teachers relate their stories of professional learning, classroom practice, and the challenges they've overcome. To teach like a boss.
1: Welcome everyone, my name's Devin Caldwell, and I'm one of the chairs of the Fort LaVasse Professional Development Committee. And I'm really excited to launch our first episode of our Divisional Professional Learning and Teaching Podcast. Um, This idea kind of came into being when we decided that we really wanted to make professional learning available to our teachers anytime and anywhere, and a podcast does accomplish exactly that. Plus, we'd really like to highlight some of the great things that are taking place in our division. Um, This podcast is going to be a place for Fort LaVos teachers to share professional learning resources and tips. Classroom practices, and of course, ideas to support literacy, numeracy, Indigenous education, and mental health and wellness. So, I'm sitting here with the PD committee, and we're going to begin by introducing ourselves, telling you where we teach, what we teach, and we'd like to share one of our most significant or impactful professional learning experiences with you today. So, I'll hand it over to my co chair,
2: Mark Cowan. Thanks, Devin. I'm kind of excited here. I haven't been interviewed for a long, long time in my life. So I'm looking forward to this opportunity. Uh, my name's Mark Cowan, uh, co-chair with Devon and now Mr. Thiessen. Um, I am the principal at the Vernon Collegiate in town. Uh, this year as well, I'm also teaching some grade nine math. Uh, this idea is uh, one that I am looking forward to being a part of. Uh, we talk about fiscal constraints that are happening, right? Making budget money tight and tough. Uh, We also talk about time. That seems to be the other variable that teachers don't seem to have enough of. Um, So we hope that this is a PD venue that can enable that to be uh, covered off and enable teachers to do some growing uh, in their own time. Impactful PD session for me, there's probably two that jumped to mind. Uh, Number one is simply my returning back to the classroom. It's been a long time since I've been teaching on a regular basis, so being back in a grade 9 math class uh, has been very uh, impactful for me. Uh, Collaborating with my fellow grade 9 math teachers on new resources and the use of new technology in those classrooms uh, has been a good growing experience for me. Uh, If I put my administrator hat on, uh, probably I was recently uh, took my level two VITRA uh, training uh, PD session in Dauphin. And for me, that was a very impactful uh, procedure and and PD venture. Uh, It was two days of uh, the next steps, I guess, in what VITRA is looking like. Uh, My previous training that happened a long, long time ago, uh, probably 10, 15 years ago. And just the changes and the growth Uh, that has occurred with the the process and and the policy and and the preparation in dealing with vitre situations are very real for me in a high school setting Um, certainly we've experienced that process before and uh, it just enabled me to do some reflecting on where our division is at uh, and reflection on where I'm at as a as an administrator dealing with those types of situations so um it's driven some 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 response. Uh, We've created our own new divisional VITRA team that's reviewing policy and planning um, and it's uh, hopefully going to result in some very positive changes right across the board for students, staff and community. So I think that's it for me. Um, Thank you. Well, you'll hear from me again, I'm sure. I'm going to turn it over to Mike Thiessen who is also a co-chair with us on the PD committee
0: and uh, turn it over to him. Right on. Thanks, Mark. Um, Yeah, I'm quite excited about being part of the PD committee and uh, my role within Fort LaVaugh School Division is the ICT coordinator. it's, you know, it's really interesting when you go from one school to the other and see teachers and have conversations with them to be able to see uh, the things that are taking place within the classrooms. And so that's one of the fun things with my role is I get to see what's happening in kinder classes all the way up to grade 12. And uh, so it's a a really, really exciting time right now. Um, Although there is like Mark said earlier, there's sometimes we have to look at budgets and look at that part of it, and we have to find creative ways to make it work. But uh, it can it can still happen. Um, something for me, I guess that was very impactful early in my career uh, was when I looked at PD and talked about learning and as a teacher, what what was most most impactful for me would have been actually other teachers and just walking over to that classroom right beside you and talking to another teacher and saying what are you doing with this student what was it that you did that made it so successful that he had or she had um, success in your room Um, when i was teaching at a high school level i found um, you know just conversations down the hall with the english teacher i was teaching social studies how how are you finding ways to make it so that this student can Actually, write stuff down and get that their, their thoughts on paper. And so it was those conversations with other teachers that really were, uh, honestly, the most impactful for me. Um, the next one that was really, really important uh, in my career when I talk about PDs uh, was a an unconference. It was actually done in Verdon Junior High when I was the principal there, and I walked away from that unconference, and I had learned so much from the teachers within the building. It was the people that were already on. You know, in those classrooms at the ground level, teaching these students, and I learned more from them than I would have at many of the other conferences or PDs that I've taken over over you know the years that I've been teaching. So those are the two big ones for for me in my career. Um, yeah, so those are kind of the my thoughts for today, I guess. And uh, I am looking forward to this podcast and being part of things, and and looking forward to hearing some of the thoughts from people around this table here today. Um, I can pass it on to the next person who's ready to who's ready to speak out and, and share their experiences. Okay, okay. Mrs. Uh, Debbie Leslie is also ready.
3: So uh, my name is Debbie Leslie, I'm a resource teacher at Goulter School here in Burden. <coughs> this is my eighth year at Goulter um, and I've been a resource teacher for quite a few uh, number of years now. I've had a lot of PD um, over my years. Um, taking my special ed certificate and also working on my master's and what I've found is that my most valuable PD has been um, PD that applies that I feel like I can reflect and apply it to myself, um, in my greater role to my family and of course always to my students. Um, but I like PD that allows me to kind of reflect um, uh, reflect, and kind of feel, apply it at a deeper level. So just to give you an example, um, as a resource teacher, I'm a very interested in literacy and numeracy and helping my kids be successful, but what I find myself doing a lot of is trying to remove the barriers to success at school. So for instance, um, one of the things I see a lot of is stress in kids. Um, And I was at a PD session, I was at two PD sessions last year. One was with Erica Wainwright, who is with MATC in Winnipeg, and another was um, Stuart Shanker, and they talked about self-regulation and reframing behavior and so oftentimes what we see as misbe- as misbehavior is actually stress behavior and so i really started to look at behavior through a, a different lens and try to be that stress detective as as he talked about they talked about um and actually get to the root cause of what's going on i find as my years in resource continue and my years in teaching continue i feel like i see a lot more stress in kids um We know for sure it's um, comorbid with kids with ADHD. We know it sure overlaps with many of our autism kids. Um, I see a lot of kids with trauma, and we know that stress is really prevalent with them. Um, Kids with sensory issues can have uh, stressful experiences at school with a sensory overload, and for sure, kids who are struggling learners have like that cognitive stress. So I've tried to look at misbehaviour through a different lens and not always um, assume that it's misbehaviour and try to get to the root cause. So
2: Hmm.
3: Um, I think that's about it. I am looking forward to doing a lot more professional learning with this group and with my
4: Fort LaVos uh, cohort. So So, hello, I'm Raquel Holland and I'm teaching grade 3-4 at Elkhorn this year. Uh, What I wanted to address was that I don't necessarily feel there's one specific professional development that is the most impactful. For me, I feel like there's really standout moments in a variety of PDs. So for instance, one that really... It was meaningful to me was an ESD trip to three Winnipeg schools where we met students and teachers and they were really eager to show us what they were doing and they shared with us we saw not just the what they wanted us to see but the little uh, mishaps and things that can go along with it and I'm like oh we really wanted this to be perfect and I'm like but you learn so much more from the things that go wrong and how you can address it and how you can <clears throat> do better and I thought it was so much more impactful to be able to participate in their hands-on experiences. Um, also there was a guided math professional development that I went to in Winnipeg, it was a BER, and they had they would talk a little bit about the activities and then we would try the activities in our small table groups, we would go around and look at that. And then just circling back to Mike's comments, um, popping into other classrooms or Assisting other teachers during our math ELA support time. You can really see what they're doing with other students With students who are struggling and how you can apply that to students or to your
5: general classroom Um, Yeah, so my name is Carrie Johnson and I teach at Mary Montgomery school in Burden Um, I'm a grade four classroom teacher. This is my first year that I am fully in the grade four classroom Um, I've just been at Marymont for a couple of years. Um, I have had a couple different hats on over the past number of years in the division um, so i have um i would say that one of my or probably over the years of being at the admin table and being in the classroom um i'd say that I'd probably, uh, i probably agree with mike and with raquel on collaborating with with other staff i think that that is huge um in in understanding the dynamics of the school um, understanding different kids, whether others t- them, teachers have had them um, in the past, or also just being able to to run some things by different teachers, and and even having those unorganized times where you sit down and discuss different outcomes or different objectives, uh, but at the same time um, the organized, the getting together, making a plan, spending an afternoon, um, you know, focusing on. You know where you're going in a certain direction so I think that that's um, probably one of the ones that I found has been most beneficial and I feel like when you walk away from that you still have someone or something you can go back to because quite often when you leave a PD I find oh, man I still have questions about whatever and I don't know I can't get in touch with that person or I didn't know anybody else at the PD but I know that I can go and talk to that teacher again if I had questions about something we had discussed and you know we can and continue that conversation throughout the whole entire year and and beyond Um, so i think that that um that has been huge and i found that that has been very beneficial and very supportive um throughout my career um in many different ways because um you know i think it is a huge uh, part of being a teacher is there's there's a lot of stress and there's a lot of a lot that goes along that people don't along with teaching that people don't realize um, that's kind of behind the scenes or behind the mind that we don't maybe focus on. Um, you know, I guess it goes along with mental health and, and being able to have that connection with you, with your staff, and to be able to sit down and have that laugh or to be able to vent about something or complain about something. I think that that also is is huge for for any any teacher to be able to to have. So. That's
0: me. You know what's really interesting as you're talking and we're we're discussing the fact that conversations with other teachers are so important mm-hmm. and how that's been like when I'm looking yeah. around the table, there's three of us that have said that's kind of been the most important yeah. PD we've had in our careers. And yet, um, as teachers, I think we need to make sure that we keep that in mind when we're teaching our kids. You know, mm-hmm. the ones yes. that are coming into the classroom, yeah. and we sometimes forget about how important that collaboration, that group work is
1: yeah that's all yeah, so, yeah.
0: yeah absolutely yeah. a social construction contra- of knowledge and Devin said it's so much nicer than I did um, but <laughs> <laughs> she has a way of doing that um, but it's really interesting how um, how quickly we can forget about that and yeah. we can just teach our lesson and yeah. we can spend that time showing them how to do it yeah. and then okay go do it now and yeah. then we, we forget about that group work time where they can actually sit down and talk to another student another classmate somebody that they trust and they know that they can actually share things that they normally may not share with ourselves or or with uh with their maybe their mom and dad and now they're having that collaboration in that uh that building and and thinking about what it is that they're learning and yeah, it just exactly. shows how those conversations with them are so important with each other you know because yeah, exactly. we do that as teachers that's right, such an exactly. important conversation
5: and I think that that's like I've I've been trying the past couple of years to to try to integrate that inquiry-based learning and that you know giving kids the opportunity to spend more time together mm-hmm. instead of sitting by themselves and you know to learn what someone else thinks about something not just what they think about something because having a conversation quite often is so much more impactful for a child than it is writing it down absolutely right. yeah
4: and not only that circling back to what we've said too about mm-hmm. deeper reflections on the professional development experiences that we've attended so going back and then sharing Mm -hmm. what I've learned from a PD with my colleagues and saying, and you really get a chance to talk about it. And what do they say? If you can, to really show that you know something, you have to teach someone else, right? (laughs) So if you go and then you're talking to your colleagues about it and then you start reflecting, you're like, but you know what, I would do this a little differently or, you know, "I I really like this, but I would try this differently. And just having those same conversations amongst ourselves that then we're, again, like you say, trying to encourage our students to have. (laughs)
6: I'm excited. Uh, I'm Kim Barkley, and I am currently at VCI teaching math and geography. Um, Once again, this is going to sound like a broken record, but I think the most important thing that has ever happened to me professionally is the collaboration with the other teachers and getting to know their side of things and allowing them to see your side of things and just talking to them and getting to know them Um, I've also found as a teacher just one thing is at the high school level especially just allowing the students to see you as you as well like just as a human being you know you Mm, do make mistakes and that's okay and just letting them see that because then they know it is okay to make those mistakes and you learn something from them And it also takes a little bit of the stress off of them because they don't feel like they are having to be perfectionists and things like that. It is okay to, you know, de-stress, take that off and allowing their mental health to just be um, a lot healthier and just finding those kids on a different level, getting to know them what they like, what they don't like, you know, whatever that may be, Um, and just letting them feel really comfortable with you and just... Talk to you about things because they might want to vent and talk about whatever their, you know, stress level, whatever they're feeling in that moment and just allowing them to have that person to be there for them and understand them and Truly care, and I think it's really nice how our division has made
1: such a big effort with mental health and wellness in the last few years. Like, not only is it beneficial for us as teachers, but the professional learning we take away from that really benefits the students in our classrooms
2: too.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, I think we're doing right when we're making relationships uh, important part of what we do day in and day out. Right, that's that's the basis of all of it, and I think we're we're doing a good job of emphasizing that and trying to grow that. So.
1: Well, I guess I'm the last one who can share about my most impactful professional learning moment. Um, As I mentioned before, my name is Devin Colville. I teach kindergarten at Oakley Community School. Um, As I've been listening to everyone talk, of course, I've been kind of reflecting and adding to my list. So I've kind of got three big ones. I've been really fortunate to be involved with Microsoft and at some of the big global forums they've had. They bring in amazing speakers from all over the world and two really stick out to me. One is Simon Breakspear. He's from Australia. He's been in Manitoba. And he really focuses on change culture and how we affect change in the school system and in the world around us. And I could just listen to him all day. Maybe it's the Australian accent. Maybe it's the <laughs> maybe it's <laughs> amazing <maybe> system. <it's> <laughs> but yeah, he made a big impact on me. He shared about the hierarchy of crazy. Like if you really want to get something, ask for something a step crazier than what you actually want. And more often than not, you will end up making the change that you want to make, because hmm. you go bigger. Kristi Lanka was another speaker that really had an impact on me. She was a researcher and professor from the University of, oh, somewhere in Finland anyway, Helsinki. And I just sat in her session just with my mouth kind of dropped open. And I was really fortunate to connect with her later after the gala and, and have a visit with her over a cocktail and really get to pick her brain on things. So that had a big impact on me. Um, two things that happened locally was literacy with ICT. In 2007, when I was asked to be one of the um, early years teacher leaders for literacy with ICT, like that transformed my classroom practice. I wouldn't be the teacher I am today if I hadn't um, learned and collaborated with teachers provincially, been part of the Fort LaBosse committee with Mark and Howard and Lori and Laura around the table. That had a huge huge impact on me. Lastly, a couple of years ago, I got to help revitalize the kindergarten support document, a time for learning, a time of joy. There were seven kindergarten teachers from around the province and I learned so much from those other teachers and also from the consultant, Deborah Mayer. So, you don't always have to go far from home Mm -hmm. to get great professional learning. Instead, you can be collaborating to create something like a provincial document. So, Mm -hmm. those would be the things that really have, have changed me as an educator over the years.
2: Right on. Good stuff. I think that's just a little dose of not just the dynamic group that we have sitting at this table, but um, soon it will be your turn for LaBosse, to also do your part in uh, showing how diverse and how uh, elaborate we are in what we know as for LaBosse School Division.
1: Well, and we want to talk to you. So, if you would be willing to be part of our podcast and share something that you're doing in your classroom or something that you've been learning or studying about or a professional learning experience you've had, we would love to talk to you. If you could suggest a colleague or a group of colleagues who have something to share on a podcast about professional learning and classroom practice. We would love to feature you. So don't be shy. Reach out to any member of the PD committee or your school administrator even or Barry and we will set you up for an, an interview. Right on. Okay. Well, thank you to all my colleagues around the PD committee table today for sharing and diving into this with all of us. And thank you for listening. Right
0: on. Thank you, Devin. Bye. Right on. Bye. Enjoy. Thank you for tuning in. Any of the resources or information mentioned in this podcast can be found in this episode's show notes, available at www.flbsd.mb.ca forward slash podcast. Join us next time as real teachers continue to share their journeys and inspire you to teach like a boss.